What's up, man? And welcome to a solo edition of the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. It's your boy Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler seventeen eleven, and at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop uh, podcast page. Um, this episode is always sponsored by GameFly. Go to GameFlyOffers.com slash MFBS to get a special promo. And uh, definitely this time, man, because, uh, you know, everybody's in the house so they can see movies and games uh, to play. So shout out to Gamefly. Um, so a lot of people been asking, you know, what's going on with the podcast? You know, we're just taking a little break. Everybody's just practicing uh, social distancing. So I just wanted to touch base with everybody that, uh, that we're still going strong. And um, just got some few topics that uh, they want to cover. And um, to let you guys know about a few shows, uh, how I feel about the Instagram battles and the doc that coming up. So first, I'm going to start with the uh, the Michael Jordan uh, Chicago Bulls documentary is coming out this uh, this Sunday. Um, I'm excited for it because not too much is on TV to watch. And it's, uh, it's called The Last Dance. And I can remember, you know, watching some of those playoff series um, that last season. And, you know, Jordan hitting the shot in Utah and that, that magical game. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Um, this week, a lot of people have been discussing, you know, is Michael Jordan the greatest? Is this the best dynasty of all time? And I will say they had an impressive streak uh, to win back-to-back three uh three peats after taking you know, a two year break. But I don't know if it's the greatest dynasty of all time. And uh one of the reasons I say that is that they didn't have that that great opponent to me, in my opinion, in the finals. You know, they faced a, a Portland team that, you know, the Bulls were favored to win. They faced the old Lakers team that they were favored to win. That, you know, they're favored to win. Um, the Suns, you know, even though they had you know, Barkley and Marley, they still didn't have enough talent to compete um, with the Bulls. The Sonics, which were a good team, um, they were still a little raw. And, you know, the Jazz, the Jazz were just a little under, under man, I, I felt, um, for the Bulls. So, I mean, the, the Bulls did dominate an era where they had the best team. And I always felt like, like the 96 Bulls team was like a, a super team. You know, you just go through the names, um, you know, Jordan, Pippen, uh, Rodman, uh, Sally, uh, Harper. Um, I mean, it just it, it was just it was just a good team, good team. Like that's just a very great elite uh, defensive team, man. So if you think about how Golden State like shoots the ball, I mean that that's the way they play defense, man. Up and down the floor, um, like you said, they had small lineups. So they could compete. They they was able to run. They was able to press. Um, so it could be interesting. I know um, a lot of people didn't get a chance to see the Bulls uh, play. So it, it's going to be a lot of debate going on. Um, is Michael Jordan the greatest uh, with this with this documentary? It is ten parts, so I'm pretty sure they're going to tell like the complete story, how it got started, how it broke up. So it, it'd be something to debate. I mean. I think, you know, Jordan is a great player. I think that Bulls team is probably one of the best teams um, I've ever seen. I don't know how they would have competed against a lot of the uh, the great teams um, from the past or the great teams from, like, the present. I don't know how, how the Bulls match up against the Warriors if they was to, you know, 
if they were to, to play each other in their prom, I I don't know. I think the the Bulls defense and the Jordan factor could have carried them. But you got KD and stuff. Uh, that would be interesting. Uh, Shaq and Kobe Lakers versus the Bulls. Been interesting. Um, been hard to defend Shaq, but he would have had to make some free throws. Uh, that Piston team versus uh, the Ofo Pistons versus the Bulls or the, the 89 Pistons versus that 96 Bulls. Like, those are all interesting matchups that, you know, that we all joke around and, and play. But it, it makes you think. Um, we think about all the, the championship teams. So, I want the people to leave a comment. What is the best dynasty in the NBA? Was it the Bulls? Was it the the Lakers? Was it Showtime Lakers? Was it Pistons? Was it Boston? Um, was it like the the later Lakers with Kobe? Was it the the Warriors? I mean, you got a lot of teams. I mean, honestly, I feel like the the Seventy Sixers uh, from the eighties don't get enough credit, man. They went to multiple uh, championships. Uh, they beat beat the Lakers with Moses Malone. Um, yeah, those are teams that that don't get enough don't, don't get enough credit. And throughout the 80s and 90s, there was a lot of teams who, who did get overshadowed. I mean, I, I, I really enjoy watching those Pacer teams throughout the 90s and the Magic teams throughout the 90s, um, and the, the Houston Rockets. And that's another, like, if if Jordan didn't retire, would he have been able to beat the Houston Rockets? And I really don't know because it would have been hard to, you know, defend against Hakeem. Now you can make a point that, hey, when Jordan came back, I mean, the Houston, they, they couldn't make it out, you know, the Western Conference. But it's, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I, I, can't, I can't wait to watch. Um, something else that's coming up um, in the next few weeks is the NFL draft. I think within like eight or nine days. And it's a lot of talk. I mean, you know, Joe Burrow seems like he's a shoe-in for the number one pick. Um, a lot of people got Chase Young going second to uh, to the uh, to Washington. The Chargers, um, it's either Tua or it's a lot of people saying they're going to move. Um, like this thing I'm looking at right now, the Lions are at three, but a lot of people think that the the Lions are going to trade with Tua. There's been a lot of reports that uh, Desmond King is going to come to the Lions, and he said I'd be happy with that move. And they move up and they get the. Um, the quarterback of the future, and they have uh, Tyrod, you know, start off the year, and then Tua comes in, you know, later on and groom. So, I mean, that's what a lot of people, a lot of people are saying that it could be some movement. I don't think the Lions are going to move. I think they're going to stick there, and I think they're going to end up drafting, uh, I think Isaiah Simmons. I think they, they go with Simmons, um, the linebacker, um, even though we, uh, we, we grabbed, um, a few linebackers uh, from uh, from New England. I I still think we need to solidify that position and help stop the run. So I, I think they're going to draft uh, Isaiah Simmons right there. I don't see them making a move. Uh, Jeff Okuda, I I don't know. Um, he, he does have the build. I didn't see enough at Ohio State, you know, to make him jump off the the field to me, like to draft him that high. But you know, he's he's still probably going to be a uh, a top ten pick. Um, I don't know where to go with the draft, man. Like I was looking at some of the odds for the Lions, and uh, Vegas had to predict it to win like three to six games. Um, in the last last week, 
Uh, it was a few Instagram lives with uh, Darius Slay, and uh, you know they were talking about just how dysfunctional the Lions were. Um, Zach Harris was talking about how bad the defensive fronts was, how Matt Patricia was a little out of touch, how his football IQ wasn't all the way there. Like they were playing against Arizona, and he made up like a bad excuse for like the zone. So I don't know, man. My expectations are really low for this uh, this season. Um, you know, Jamie Collins is a good player, and he played really good last year. But it seems like with those guys, when they lose, when they leave New England, they just don't have that same that same presence. They just don't have that same performance. So it's it's gonna be a wait and see, man. Um, it's a lot of talented players in the draft, uh, a lot of local players um, going out. I know Donovan Jones, Peoples. I, I think he had like a uh, a pro day not too long ago. Uh, I seen something on the Big Ten Network where they were showing Shea Patterson, so I, I don't know where he's going to get uh, get drafted. Um, somebody I really like, I, I like the receiver from Alabama, um, Rudy. He played really good in the bowl game versus Michigan. So uh, it's going to be something to check out, man. I mean, we'll see, man. If you guys think uh, how the Lions going to do with this draft, it's a pretty deep draft. A few needs I, I think we need to cover. I, I would like to see us get, like, another guard, uh, d- defensive line help. Another pass rusher would be good. Uh, like I said, linebacker help. Definitely need help in the secondary. And I, I, I think it's time to start thinking about a young quarterback for the future. So even if it's, like, a Jalen Hurts later on in the draft, I think we need to address that. We can't go into the season – with just Chase Daniels as the uh, as the backup quarterback, like now that's that's just being irresponsible, and that kind of cost us last year. Um, just the, you know how irresponsible we were with the backup quarterback position. We didn't have nobody who could who could win a game or two. So uh, I think they should go with a, a young quarterback with uh, this year draft. Uh, moving on to TV, some shows I've been watching. I got to give a shout out to HBO. HBO, they they've had some uh, a nice little run of good shows. I've been watching the uh, Missing Children of Atlanta, uh, the the real life story about what happened in the early '80s. A lot of children coming up missing. Um, you know, they end up catching a guy, but there's still people saying they caught the wrong guy. Um, it was very devastating to that area. Um, lack of like police presence. Uh, the FBI came in, weren't really doing a good job. It was hard to investigate. Uh, the community tried to rally. So it, it, if you haven't watched it, it's a, it's a very good documentary. It's uh, sad, but it, it kind of shows some of the things that, that's going on in our community. Um, and it's still, I, I don't think too much has changed. Like if something like that was to happen now, I think it would be still hard to find that person, hard to get people to cooperate. And, uh, you know, we just got to do a better job as a community protecting our own. Um, Insecure is back on. Um, I think it's a very, very funny episode to me, uh, the, the first one. Like, it's going to be a silly season. I know a lot of people online like to debate and argue it, but I kind of look at it just like a, a sitcom. And uh, really, really just silly, silly episodes. Um, another show that caught my attention on HBO is The Plot Against America. Um, it's about Charles Lundberg. I think it's a book. It's like an alternate uh, world. And, you know, it, it kind of touched on some of the politics that's going on today and what was going on in the uh, during the World War II times. And it's uh, very interesting. I think it's like two more episodes out. So, uh, yeah, you can go check that out. Uh, Netflix, somebody just put me on to the Innocent Files on um, 
on Netflix, and they're kind of like the Innocence Project. They go open up cases of people who have been wrongly convicted. Um, so I'm gonna start that this weekend. Uh, looks very interesting. Uh, kind of like around that Forensic Files thing where they they use DNA and stuff and crack cases that should have been cracked about 20, 30 years ago, or sometimes 10 years ago. Um, I didn't get the chance to talk about Ozarks uh, on the last one, but very good season. Um, I can't wait for the next season. Entertaining the uh, the whole time. I was I was shocked at uh at the end with Marty's wife and her brother. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, there's definitely something uh something to watch, man. Is uh the Ozarks, man, very entertaining. Uh, something else has been entertaining on uh, Instagram, man. It has been like the versus battles. So I seen the uh, RZA and DJ Premier battle, and I was uh, entertained. I thought that uh, going into the battle, I thought the Premier would win just because he has that that Rockefeller um, backing a lot of songs with Jay. But RZA held his own, and you know RZA, I forgot about those Nas records they produced, and you know he produced a super team of uh, of rappers in Wu Tang, so. His catalog is, is super long, and they both were uh, were very ref- uh, very respectful. I think that was one of the better ones uh, from the verses, um, like the uh, the Manny Fresh and Scott Storch. You know, <laughs> Manny, you know, he kind of got a little personal with it. He, you know, it was kind of hard. Like, what what Scott really produced? Uh, is he co putting stuff he co produced, or did he really produce it? But I, I mean, I think RZA showed that even like with somebody like Manny, even though you got like a long catalog with a certain group, that you can mix it in and and you can compete. I, I think the thing with the versus battles, it, it it's all about the songs being played at the right time. And if you got that type of DJ skill, like that can help you get over. Because like I said, I'm a, I'm a big T Pain fan, but Lil Jon just knew how to hit each song, man. And it's almost like he didn't really lose like a round because he just had so much heat. And he knew when to play him. So you got to got to know when to play him. Um, a lot of people been talking about the Teddy Riley versus Babyface. Hopefully that happens. Um, I heard that Diddy's and and Jermaine Dupri supposed to go at it. Um, that that definitely will be a funny battle. I would like to see Diddy and Dr. Dre. Honestly, East versus West. A lot of music between the two. I think that would be a a good face off, man. All good for the culture. So. Definitely shout to that. Shout to them for holding it down. And the last shout out is going to be the home workouts, man. I mean, I've been seeing everybody, you know, working out at home, doing the push-ups. Me and Austin just got done doing the ab workout, riding the bike. Um, my boy got some weights at the crib. Giles, shout out to him and, and Perry. So I've been, been going over to their houses, uh, working out. Um, and then outside running, you know. So this is definitely a good time to get that cardio in, get that, get that wind up. Um, get that blood flowing, and uh, you know when all this is over with, we can all have that summer body, man. But this is again, this is Orlando checking in, the tackler, man, making sure everybody is safe. We love all, we love you all. Thank you for all the support, and we're gonna be back, and the show's gonna be bigger and better than ever when we uh, when we get back from this hiatus, man. So peace, man, and everybody just have a good night.